This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Do you like what you hear on this podcast? Then I bet you'd enjoy my email community too. You can join by going to storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Again, that's storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Not only will you get great tips for all things music teachers, but you'll also get three free lesson plans. See you there. elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed? I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. You may know me as the stories that sing lady. That may be how you originally discovered me. And that is still one of my biggest passions is adding literacy skills to my classroom and helping you add literacy skills to your classroom in a way that is seamless and amazing and just uses uses literacy skills to teach music, using picture books to teach music. That is something that I think about all the time. That has been one of my main goals, is to help you incorporate literacy into your elementary school music classroom. This week, I'm sharing my seven favorite ways to add literacy skills to your listening lessons. I know this sounds very interesting, right? How is that totally possible? So here are the steps you're going to take, and then I'm going to give you some examples. Number one, You are going to tell the story of the piece or the music, whatever, and it does not have to be the real story. I mean, if you don't know the real story of what the piece means, I would make something up or have your students make something up or find a storybook that was written along with the piece of music. So there are lots of ways to do this. For the 1812 Overture, which I'm gonna talk to you about later, I actually researched um, how that song told the story of the battle between the Russian and the French, the Russian army and the French army, but you can create your own story. Or if you're doing a story with lyrics, if you want to do a deep dive into a song, then all songs tell a story. So, you know, you're going to want to do a deep dive and tell the story of the piece. Number two. You're going to use the elements of the story to discuss that piece. So the main elements you're discussing are the characters, the setting, the plot, and the theme or the main idea. So these are the the most important for our purposes and the most important to connect your students to that learning that they're doing in their classroom. Number three, you're gonna identify the form of the piece and you're gonna use it to navigate through the story. For example, in a couple of moments, we're gonna talk about the the 1812 Overture finale and we're gonna talk about how 
Part of the music represents the French army and part represents the Russian army. And so you're going to use that form to navigate through the story, navigate through the piece. Then you're going to encourage, this is number four, you're going to encourage your students to listen for certain repeating patterns and musical elements. So you want to discuss how those musical elements relate to the different characters or the plot or the theme. So it may be the timbre of the music, it may be the dynamics, it may be the tempo of the music. So you're going to use those elements to sort of, you know, relate to the different characters or the plot or the theme. Number five, you're going to use movement or role play to act out the story. This is a really effective way of getting students actively involved in the listening. Number six, you're going to use different instruments to tell the story. And I like to pick, like for example, in the uh, the this particular example I'll give you later, I'm going to use rhythm sticks for the Russian army and drums for the French army. And there, you know, there's different reasons for doing that. Number seven, you're going to use the original piece and perhaps change an aspect of the story that might change the entire story. For example, ask your students what would happen if the Russian army was represented by the brass and the French army was represented by the woodwinds. And we'll talk later about how that works. So number one, you're gonna tell the story of the piece. What I like to do first with my students is anytime I'm introducing a new song or a new piece, we always talk a little bit if we have time. We don't always have time, but if we have time, I like to talk to them a little bit about the story that the music tells. And I like to say to my students that every song tells a story. Every piece of music, even if it doesn't have lyrics, tells a story. And this gives you an opportunity to talk about things like the elements of a story. So you might find a storybook that was written along with a piece of music, or you can create one. Or even better, you can ask your students to create one based on what they hear. But there's also the opportunity to use classical music, pieces of music, music from movie soundtracks to discuss that story. So one example I love to use, one example I'm gonna give you, I should say, is the 1812 Overture. I mean, that music, you know, is in itself just super exciting. I mean, there are live cannons in the music. So it's, it's a really cool song piece to listen to, but it also tells the story of the battle between the French and the Russians, one of the battles between the French and the Russians. And you probably know the story, so I'm not going to go into any details here, but this is a lesson plan that I love to do with my students. So we start out by talking about the different points in the battle. So it's basically the story of one of the battles during the war between the French and the Russians. And 
I like to use the elements of a story and I'm going to use this as my example all the way through today's episode to give you an idea of how to use the elements of a story to teach a listening lesson. And what I like to do is there's a really good version of the piece on YouTube and I will go ahead and play that for my students and then they get to actually see the canons in action and I will link that in the show notes so that you have it. Number two, you're gonna use those elements of the story to discuss the story of the piece and really kind of delve into what you're listening to. So we listen once through and by the way we're only listening to the finale it's about mm, i don't know four and a half minutes long something like that you know your kiddos are not going to be able to sit through 15 minutes so we just do the finale and we listen to it once and then i tell them the story And we talk about the Russian victory over Napoleon and how the French army was seemingly invincible. And I tell a whole story and I'm gonna tell you a little bit of it. The story begins with trouble approaching Russia. The powerful French soldiers are on their way to invade Moscow. The Russian people pray for a swift conclusion to the invasion represented by the Russian melody, O Lord, save thy people. As listeners, we're fighting along with the Russians. The French army attacks and we hear La Marseillaise. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, so excuse me, my French is not good. And that's played by the brass in counterpoint with the Russian folk music, which is played by the string. So then we talk about, we get to talk about what counterpoint is, and the two armies fight, and the battle reaches a pinnacle, and the French get closer and closer to Moscow. So that is how I tell the entire story of the battle. And then we talk about who are the characters in the story. And my students are going to say the French army and the Russian army. And what is the setting? The setting is the battlefield. And what is the plot? The plot is that the armies are fighting and the Russians are trying to win over the French and they are the underdogs. You know, we talk all about the plot. What is the conflict? Well, it's a conflict between the French and the Russians. And I don't go into a lot of detail about that conflict because honestly, I just don't have the time. Then I'm going to go into the resolution. So the resolution is that the French won this battle and it So the resolution is that the Russians won this battle over the French and over Napoleon and they weren't supposed to win. And so we talk a little bit about that. Then we're gonna go through this piece of music and I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna say, okay, in the very beginning we hear the brass and that is the the French marching onto the battlefield and then we hear the strings and the woodwinds and the strings and the woodwinds are the French and uh, and the strings and the woodwinds are the Russians and they're coming onto the battlefield and you can hear that they're kind of nervous and we go through the entire 
piece of music in that way. So we're going to talk about those characters and we're going to talk about how they might feel and what they might look like and that sort of thing. And then we're going to talk about the battlefield and we're going to talk about what a battlefield might look like and what they might be holding and what they might be doing and how they might feel scared, etc. I'm not going to go into vivid detail because obviously these are children. We don't want to go into vivid like battlefield details, but they love the idea of a battlefield. You know, they do um, because all their video games have those kinds of things or lots of their video games. Then we talk about the plot and the conflict and we talk about that um, they're fighting each other and we kind of go back and forth between those things. So that is kind of how I use the elements of the story. Number three, you're going to identify that form and you're going to use it to navigate through the story. So I'm going to navigate through the story and I'm going to encourage my students to listen for repeating patterns and musical elements. And we're going to talk about how those elements relate to the different characters or they relate to the plot and the theme. For example, you, you and I have already discussed that the brass instruments represent the strong French army and the Russians are represented by the strings and the woodwinds, which don't sound to be as strong. And then we're going to go through the story and we're going to talk about how things change. And we're going to talk about the, the two types of timbres intermingle and that represents the battle and that represents what is going on in the battle. Number four, you're going to encourage your students to listen for certain repeating patterns, musical elements, and then you're going to discuss how those elements relate to the different characters or the plot or theme. So the way we do this is I love for my students to sing the repeating patterns in the music or to move them somehow. The second time through listening, I stop. And I stop every so often, like there's kind of a taking turns between the brass and the woodwinds and strings. And you can hear a visible difference. And I love to talk about the difference in timbre and the musicality terms, those sorts of things, talk about the dynamics, all that good stuff. And we have a opportunity to talk about why the dynamics are increasing because the battle is intensifying. And then we have an opportunity to talk about what happens at the end and how excited the Russians are to have won this particular battle. It was a very key battle and how excited they are and what their faces might have looked like and what the music represents. So it's really a good opportunity to talk all about that type of music and really integrate, first of all, the elements of the story Second of all, your music skills, your music terms, your dynamics, your timbre, um, to really give you sort of, to give your students a good handle on some of those things. And 
You can really do this with any piece of music. Number five, you're gonna use movement or role play to act out the story. So in this case, I'm using scarves and the scarves are gonna be used to help role play that story. So what I'll do is I'll create some sort of movement for the French army and I'll create another movement for the Russian army or if you're teaching bigger kids, fourth graders, fifth graders, you may want them to create the movement. And then we're gonna use some scarves and we're gonna go through the music and give them sort of a really like movement oriented representation of what happens. So we've got our um, several different sections of the music and I'll give them one scarf movement for the French army and one scarf movement for the Russian army and we're going to listen usually together because I don't have a lot of time. So, you know, we've already spent some time discussing the story, etc. So we're going to use our scarves and we're going to sort of meld them together. So there'll be, um, you know, the, the different points where it's just one army versus the other and then the point where the battle happens and then as the music gets louder and stronger and more powerful, we have an opportunity to talk about dynamics. Number six, you're gonna use different instruments to tell the story. So for example, in the 1812 Overture finale, I use rhythm sticks for the Russian army and I use drums for the French army and those different instruments, my students and I talk about why we use those particular instruments, how the timbre affects the story of the piece, and then we use those instruments as the piece is progressing, and this is one more way to get them actively involved in the piece, in the learning of the story, in the, the form of the piece, because now they not only have a visual representation of the form with those scarves that we used, but they're also going to have an auditory and a kinesthetic representation of that story of the piece. And that's gonna help them to figure out the form and, and to listen with more educated ears. Number seven, now we're gonna change that original piece one aspect of it and that's going to change the entire story so we might say what happens if the french army was victorious how would that change the piece and you can have a whole discussion with your kiddos on that that lesson is really i mean they love it so much i mean they love listening to the music but they are so actively involved in it and really it's just an amazing thing to do with your students so let's go back and do a quick review number one you want to tell the story of the piece we know that every song tells a story and you can do that by creating a story by using the story that already accompanies the piece, by listening to the lyrics, by finding a storybook that was written. Number two, you're gonna use the elements of a story to discuss the piece, the characters, the setting, the plot, and the theme or main idea. 
Number three, you're going to identify the form of that piece and you're going to use it to navigate through the story. So the story is going to help you when your students are discussing the form. Number four, you're going to encourage your students to listen for those repeating patterns and the musical elements like timbre and tempo and dynamics. And number five, you're going to use movement or role play to act out the story. Number six, you're going to use different instruments to tell the story. And number seven, you're going to use the original piece and change one aspect of the story and decide how that's going to change the piece of music. If you got some great tips and tidbits that are going to help you become a happy music teacher, I would be so thankful if you'd leave me a review. Thanks so much for your time. Well, that's all I have for you today. But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being fabulous you.